Hey guys, welcome to The Whip. I'm Anna. And I'm Lizzie. And this is our guest. Anne Lindell. Ah! Woo -woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wait, ready? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it's our first guest on the podcast. We are super, super excited. Welcome to The Whip, Lindell. How are you feeling? I'm so good. How are you guys? Mm, well, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> We're alive. That's all that counts. <laughs> Excited to be here. I know. It's is it weird to you? Like, no, having... this feels like natural. Really? Because my cousin and I always wanted to make a podcast. Like when we've been listening to this one podcast for like two years now. Was it the Whip? Not <laughs> unfortunately. Okay, not. okay, maybe not for two years. But <laughs> But, like, for the next two years, it will be the mm. Of course. You have to tell her about us. Oh, I told them I'm filming an episode. They're going to Oh, seriously? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so exciting. I was like, I'm a, it's my big debut. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, Don't be nervous. It's so much fun. It's I therapeutic. Was, yeah, no, it is. I feel like at the beginning, like, sometimes it's like, oh, like, what are we going to talk about? But then you just start talking, and it's just, like... It flows, you know? You just get into a whole discussion. It's great. 100%. I love it. It's also, I think it'll be funny to check in with you once we've come to the end of our podcast and just kind of see what you think of it. Because I agree with you. Like, the first time Lizzie and I filmed, I got out of it thinking, oh, my gosh, it feels so weirdly natural. And, yeah. like, I'm ready to film again. And I'm ready to. I think also that was because, like, our first one was, like, at – like a real place together like it was just a normal conversation we were spinning in our chairs and stuff or like recently it's been like you know like by ourselves in our rooms or wherever you know so it's not like the same feeling but it's still kind of like refreshing to like you know just like yeah. sit and talk to yourself but know that other people are listening if that makes sense this is weird <laughs> I'm like I'm like nodding along I'm like, right, right, but I'm like, <laughs> you can't see that. <laughs> okay, so something you two have both talked a lot about recently has been your obsession with the Netflix original show, Outer Banks. Um, of course. A big self, what's the word for it? It's like, I don't know. My big secret is I have only watched one episode of the Outer Banks, um, and I have some choice words about it. Oh, but I want you guys to no, no, like not all bad, not all good either. But I want to I want to hear what you guys have to say about it first because you're big fans. Yeah, let's um, take it away. Well, two things. First, best show I've ever seen, but also could be really. I haven't well, watched. Can we a preface lot of TV. this? Can we preface this really fast with we are going to do our best not to spoil anything. We're not going to spoil, like, anything we talk about that comes up with OBX, with any other show. We really are not going to try our best to spoil. We can't promise. But even if you haven't watched it, you should still f feel free to come along with us on our thoughts for it. Yeah. These are recommendations, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like, I don't know, I'm not, like, a big TV show watcher. Like, mm -hmm. Really, the only TV show I watch is, like, Glee and Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit it. But I don't know. It's just, like, a mix of, like, beachy and, like, fun friend group. And then you have, like, thriller. And I'm not, like, 
like Anna knows I'm not a horror movie person like it's not horror movie but I'm like I'm not like a big thriller person but this show was just so good and I loved it so much I like could not stop watching it it gives you it gives you a mix of the OC mixed with Scooby-Doo and then kind of the scarier Riverdale sections but at the same time it's totally rooted in like humble beach town summer fun and I think that's what's getting everyone right now because of the situation not to mention it is higher ranked than Tiger King on Netflix right (laughs) right another show that I have not watched neither have I guilty okay so here's my thoughts on it I only watched one episode so like maybe I, I don't have like a full opinion on it yet but I I think I've talked about this before, but I have such a hard time getting into shows. Like, I watch the same shows over and over again because, no, it's just, like, refreshing to know how it ends. But, like, I have such a hard time, like, after watching the first episode to keep watching. So, like, especially with it being an hour, my attention span is not that long. So I watched the first episode over a course of three days. Um... And it was very, like, slow to get started, I feel like. And then by, like, the middle of the episode, it was like, okay, like, this is this is interesting. This is cool. Um, so I feel like I'll probably keep watching it. But my opinion was kind of like, eh, you know, like, don't see the hype. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I would say, a pretty a pretty basic Netflix original, right? Mm-hmm. The typical love story situation. But Ooh, I there's think- a love story? Yeah. Oh, hello. There is a love story, of course, and it's very cute. Um, okay. But I do think what Netflix did a really good job on was also separating themselves and really bringing in different actors and actresses that haven't been on a lot of shows and aren't really well known. And I know, like, with Noah Centineo, Centineo or whatever, like, he had been in a couple shows before and he was on Disney. And although they have, I think, one Disney star. It's definitely a newer crowd, something nice and refreshing, and they just have a different spin on it. Like, even the people they brought into, I think it's really great. They brought a diverse group of people, and you can just tell without, like, forcing what, like, our society should be like. They also integrated it just very well to seem like a very normal friend group, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I agree. And it's also, like... The soundtrack is so good. Like, the the songs in the show are so, like, beach vibes. Like, I'm definitely going to be listening to them this summer at the beach. It just, like, gets you in, like, such a good, like, mood. I think that's, like, probably part of, like, its popularity is, like, people, like, watch that and are looking forward to the beach and, like, are imagining themselves, like, as those characters. So it's, like... I mean that I definitely felt that way. Like watching it, I was like, "Oh, like I'd love to be on a boat right now." Like came at the perfect time, honestly. I think that's why yeah. it's probably so successful. And I mean, if you are listening and you have watched it before and you're obsessed with it, um, a bunch of us from honestly, like the tri school situation, freshmen through seniors, have started a little group chat where we watch one episode a day on Netflix Party at eight thirty. So contact one of us and we'll put you in it. Um, But it's been so much fun to also like really bond with people and kind of even if someone is like, oh, I'm so annoyed, like that's all they talk about or whatever. I also think it's kind of great how this show 
is bringing so many people together right now. And I think that's probably what their goal was, but they just didn't even realize with everything going on how great it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Please. My thing is like, so I'm in the group chat and I was going to watch and join, but like I just finished. So I watched it Friday afternoon and then ended it Saturday morning. So my thing is, like, I don't want to watch it too soon where it, like, ruin not ruins it for me, but where I get, like, tired of it quickly. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So I might join in later this week when we're watching, like, episode, like, the later episodes. I don't know yet, but I don't want it to, like, get, I don't want to, like, get sick of it. Yeah, I definitely went kind of headfirst in it. Like, I found out, so one of my best friends his best friend knows Chase Stokes personally, which is the main character who I personally am very attracted to. And so <laughs> I had a major freak out over it just because he's like, yeah, they hang out in Florida all the time. Like he has his number. And I was like, you realize I'm one person removed from being able to meet this man. Like oh my gosh. in my life. And after that, I was like, it's over with. I have... I have lost all control of myself, and <laughs> Chase Stokes is it. They have a very good-looking cast. A hundred percent. And my, so he actually was, like, born in Annapolis, I think, and then grew up in Orlando. And so my cousin got me hooked on it, and she was telling me that he goes to, like, the high school he went to is their, like, rival school, I think. So that's, like, so cool to see, like, this big star like like you Anna like you could totally meet him somehow yeah no that's so crazy Lizzie do you have any Netflix faves right now hmm what have I been watching on Netflix I don't even oh so this isn't Netflix this is Hulu but I just started Good Trouble oh my god so, so good I, I've only watched one episode because you know it's hard for you to I get just into explain that. <laughs> um, but so I watched The Fosters before and I just like, I don't know, I liked the idea of like a spinoff. So I started watching it and I like it so far. It's so um, good. I, I've only literally seen the first episode, so I can't like speak about the whole thing. But I'm really only watching it for when um, Jesus comes because he's my boy. Um, yeah. Have you watched the whole thing? I have not. Okay, so I <laughs> oh, only a tad bit embarrassing. So I've oh, no. seen a couple episodes, and I'm okay. not. I don't want to spoil it for you because I think you okay. really like it. But there are some very very cute scenes that come up, and so once I found that out, I specifically only watched <laughs> scenes. So yes, Respect. I have seen. I have seen it all, <laughs> but I have only seen the episodes. Each episode with the cute scenes in them. Okay, so. The Fosters, like, this is kind of a long-winded story, but, like, Jake T. Austin played Jesus at the beginning of The Fosters. Jake T. Austin left, and Noah Centineo replaced him. Mm -hmm. So then Noah Centineo was, like, that character from, like, season three or whatever until the end. So then I know that he goes into good trouble at some point, but I don't know when. So it's, like, ugh, it's, like irking me because I just want to watch that part but I'm like I also want to appreciate the show for what it is no um, I get that completely yeah. 
other okay so we were kind of talking about this before um when Lyndall and I mentioned Outer Banks to you but then we were talking Mm -hmm. kind of about other Netflix originals and just honestly I was thinking about it how successful Netflix is and just like the idea behind it and everything and I know I got really frustrated with them when they decided to take off like the last song and friends and kind of all of these quality go Mm -hmm. back to movies but there are other really good ones that have come out that are super famous now too like love is blind obviously like the kissing booth queer eye all the boys i've loved have you guys seen them lindo what do you like which ones are your fave i've seen so i started love is blind i couldn't really get into it though um and then I've seen to all the boys I've loved before, but I've read the book before it, and I like personally I liked the book so much better. But I think they did a good job of like making it into a movie. And then what else have I seen? I don't know. I'm like I'm not really a big like TV watcher, like I was saying before, because I just can't like commit to like a couple seasons of a show. But, yeah. Like, movies I can do and I'm, I feel like I watch a lot of YouTube too but I feel like if I have the option between watching a video or reading a book I'll always choose reading a book so I haven't really seen that many Netflix shows but I don't know like what are your thoughts personally I never I mean I never read the book um to all the boys I loved before so like I remember a lot of like my friends had read the book, so they're like, "Eh, like the music was the uh, not whatever the movie was only okay." But I like really enjoyed it, even when it was like so like all hyped up. Like I thought it was really good. Um, but then it was right around the same time that the Kissing Booth came out, and that was, personally was like such like a a downhill for Netflix originals. Like I thought like to all the boys I loved before was so good, and then they just like plummeted down with the kissing booth but I know that's like kind of an unpopular opinion no Um, I've got to agree with you on that my mom my mom was watching the kissing booth the other day and she was like it's such a cute movie have you seen it and I was like you know it is a cute movie but it's a cute movie because you are also an older woman sorry mom I said it and I'm like a teenager living still in the Disney times where it's almost two almost like too relationship cringy yeah and there's not more plot to it so I I I feel like I feel like Netflix kind of saw the popularity of to all the boys I loved before and they regenerated that movie like five times in different plots yeah so like with the kissing booth with um what's the other one with Noah Centineo oh Um, my gosh what is it called isn't that like a prom movie or something I don't know yes there's that one but there's another one with it um sierra burgess or i think it's called that so that's like at least four movies that they've regenerated three of them with noah centineo in them but i think it's like the problem part of yeah they need new actors honestly like Like, i feel like i'm not a big noah centineo fan like okay i don't know i think go ahead no, I was going to say, I just think it's like, at some point you see a cute guy, right? But then if he's everywhere and he's the only right. part of Netflix, then at some point you're like, okay, I need a new person to obsess with. We get it. You've been on a love story show. Next mm-hmm. cute boy. 
It's like he can only play that one character, like that that jockey guy that falls for like the not popular girl. You know, I'm just like I'm over that plot line. Um, and don't get me wrong, I think Noah Centineo is a beautiful human, and I would be honored to have lunch with him someday. But that does not mean that I think all of his movies are a work of art. <laughs> um, but I feel like he's so overused. I would love to see him do something different. I agree. I mean, one, the show I kind of fell in love with at first, he's not in it, is Queer Eye. And that's kind mm. of all about, I don't know if you, any of you have seen it. I stopped watching it. But I, when I started watching it, I was just laughing tears. I thought it was so funny. I thought it was such a cute idea. Um, I don't want to get the plot completely wrong, but I believe it is about five queer men. And um, they kind of go around and they just better these people that their friends like put into the show for. Mm-hmm. And one's like for hair, one's for style, one's for art, one's for personality. Oh, maybe it's only four. Oh, well, I, feel I think there's like a, a cook or something. Not cook. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. He's the cute one. So, yeah. Anthony, no, I yeah. Him. I love him. Yes. He's my fave. So, Queer Eye, I thought, was, like, super good. I really like that Netflix has it up there. I'm pretty positive it's a Netflix original. I thought it was really, so really good. Um, and it's love like an Extreme Home Makeover. I don't know if you ever saw that show. I was obsessed with that show when I was little. It's like Extreme Home Makeover, but it's, like, the whole thing. They're, like, remaking yeah. your entire life. Yeah. And it's also cute because they're like, for the most part, I feel like the first season at least, that's all I've watched of it, but they're like pretty homophobic guys that they go to. Or not homophobic, but like not the most accepting. And then they like talk to them and he like, they are, they're like project. I don't even know. That's not the right word. But like, they always like come like to the I don't know, see the light and stuff. And they're always like, oh, like, you guys are so great. Like, I'm so glad you opened my eyes. Like, I think it's so adorable. Oh, I completely agree. So that one, I definitely love Queer Eye. I'm all about it. Love is Blind, like Lyndall quickly touched on. Um, It's cute. I think it has a really cute message behind it. But by the end of the first season, pretty much Love is Blind, the name's pretty self-explanatory. It's you date in these cubicles where you can't see the person and the idea that your emotional attraction is a lot higher and like shows if you're more in love rather than your physical attraction. Mm-hmm. The first time you see the person's when you get engaged. Um, but Lindo, you said you watched a couple of them. Wasn't your type of vibe. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I feel like I'm just not a big dating show person. You're not, you're also not into the bachelor, right? I feel like I could be. I just don't have that. Like, right. you know, I just, I just like don't watch it. No, I I totally understand. There's like a certain personality trait. I feel like that you need to like watch those kinds of shows. Do, yeah. Like, does that make any sense? Like, yeah, maybe like, I'm like jealous. some people still in like enjoy them, but they still watch them. And then there's the people who are like absolutely obsessed. And I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. Would be. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I stalk half of the Bachelor cast on the daily. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> no, but I. Yeah. This is like 
I have such a big problem with stalking cast on Instagram. Like, thank you, Outer thank Banks, you for saying that. Outer Banks cast, like, I'll get so addicted to like a certain. Oh, oh, I thought show. you meant like you had a problem, like as in like you don't like it when people do that. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I was I'm like, thank you so it. much. I'm okay. like, I am the problem, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm on this show. I am a work in progress. Exactly. Uh-huh. But my point is, like, I'll stalk all their interviews, all their Instagrams. Like, sometimes I'll even go as far as doing like, fa- like, I'll like look at all the fan edits. I don't know. Um, I have. They're good. Addiction. They're so fan good. edits. I appreciate them. Lindor is an A plus fan girl. <laughs> no, literally. But I'm not mad about it. I won't hide it. <laughs> You can't hide like it. I'm proud of you. We also need to touch on Tall Girl, a Netflix original. I have no words. None. I have no words. <laughs> I just, I don't know. You know, it's actually funny though, Lynn, like us both being tall, that I wasn't attracted to wanting to watch it. Like I saw it and it almost <laughs> brought like a sense of like, I don't. I don't want to recognize the fact that that you're tall. Not like I'm proud of being tall. I like being tall. Yeah, of course I complain about it, but I think there's a lot of positive things about it just like it is positive about being tinier, but I just almost felt like they were trying like I get what they were trying to do, but it was more like it just made it more apparent to me that I was tall and like why would I want to watch that rather than like seeing a tall girl like date someone and like it's okay if they're shorter or whatever. I don't know if you no, felt that. Yeah. So I feel like it. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I oh, first watched not first watched it. I only watched it in I was with my cousin up in Boston and we were hanging out with her friends and we decided to watch it. And like there was a scene where she was like walking down the hallway and someone was like, Hey, you ugly giraffe. I was like, I've never like <laughs> yeah. that has never like, like what? Like I am t- yeah. tall, but I've never been called like an <laughs> ugly giraffe. Like what maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but I feel like they were trying to like get across the message of like inclusion ever like for everyone and like equality but like they used a terrible metaphor for it with like taking a girl who's like complaining about how tall she is like I think that was their way of not being like insensitive and like making it like kid friendly if that makes sense yeah I don't know maybe I'm wrong but like it just didn't work for me (laughs) no yeah I completely agree have you seen Stranger Things, Lindell? Um, I have watched. I watched the. F- this is so weird that I did this, but I watched like the last two episodes of the latest season with my family because I like. I don't know, like Demogorgons, like that stuff creeps me out, and obviously, like it could never happen. But like in the back of my head, as I'm like running to get into bed when I turn the lights off I'm like there's a demogorgon behind me like I cannot do it so I do not really watch that show just gives me the creeps Lizzie have you I haven't seen it either have I I mean I saw a snippet like you Lindo like I saw one episode and I saw it because I was super into Riverdale at the time 
And I think a lot of people are making comparisons to that. But Riverdale is another perfect example. Like, season one was so good. And that's what I have a fear of, Lyndall, that season two of OBX. Yes, that is my fear. I definitely think it could, like, crash like Riverdale did. Because there are so many ways it could get ten times better. And then so many ways it could just, like, become so bad. Like, not that Riverdale became so bad, but I watched the first season and I was like, this show is amazing. Like, it has so much potential. And then it, it got so, like, I don't know. I feel like season two just took on a completely different plot than season one. Yeah, definitely. And they, like, they they just played into something totally different than what they set up to for season one. Mm-hmm. In Riverdale. I just feel, I agree with you. I just feel like it wasn't, yeah, I agree. Isn't it so upsetting when, like, you're watching a show and, like, you have, like, this, like, thought-out plot in your head that you think they could do and you'd be like, oh, this is so good. And then they just completely go, like, a different way and it's just not as good as, like, you thought it was going to be. I just, oh, I hate that totally no that's that's my biggest fear with obx like i have all these things i'm so excited about these people and that person and where they're going mm-hmm. and how and then watch season two is going to come around and it's going to be like they're dead and they're alive and like <laughs> right. this is missing right. and they're not you know when yeah. like picking up on what i'm saying without trying to spoil <laughs> yeah so I, got like, nothing. <laughs> I want i want to like say what i want to happen but i'm not gonna spoil the show for no 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 i think we should and i just think we should give a prefaces that like okay is coming but right, i'm but, here like, yeah lizzie do you care like that is the question uh, i think i care i think i'm gonna keep watching it okay okay, okay. no i don't I yeah because you can just jump once you're once you're addicted to it, you just join you join the rest of us. Exactly. How about right. like once once you finish, I come back again. Okay. <laughs> and we discuss for a whole hour. I could discuss that show for a whole day if I could. Oh, oh my god. god. We let us know if you're listening, if you've seen it. Um, comment on our Instagram post. Let us know your thoughts on it. Who, who, what, when, where. All of that. I know Chase has been doing a lot of Instagram lives recently. I'm planning on going on his tonight. I have it scheduled out. He's coming on later tonight. Um, I know Lyndall and I follow all of the Instagram people. They literally slay. They're so beautiful. So. I have the biggest crush on the guy who plays JJ. (gasps) So do I. Like, I, I don't know. Like, usually, this is so weird. But, like, when I think about, like, my type or whatever, it's not, like, blondes. Same! Oh, my gosh. This this blonde? I don't know. Just something about No, I so relate to that. I am such a brown hair, brown eyes kind of girl. And, like, oh, I don't know. I just, I was like, hello. If you ever want to, I don't know, (laughs) chat, I'm I'm open. (laughs) And then the disappointing news is they're literally 27 years old. Who allows that? Age age is just a number, Annika. But they're 10 years older than what they don't care show yeah no that is weird i'm like are you really trying to tell me that there aren't talented 16 year olds out there who could do that like come on (laughs) and then it's just so realistic it's like 
technically, if you're 16 years old, you can't legally drive other people in the car yet. Like, or a boat. Like, (laughs) yeah. And then this is who I'm jealous of. There's so the producer of the show, his daughter. I like have stalked her Instagram too. Oh my, dude, Um, that's like hardcore. It's weird, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, and she, so, like, the producer's daughter, I'm sure, she's, like, around their age or something. Don't worry, I haven't looked up her age yet. But she, <laughs> yeah. like, she, hang, she hung out with the whole cast during the summer, because, like, that was her dad's project. So she doesn't, she doesn't have to deal with, like, the paparazzi or, like, all the rumors of being a celebrity, but she gets to, like, mm-hmm. hang, hang out with all these people. And, like, they filmed over summer, so do you know how fun their summer must have been? Yeah, like it was probably awesome. Being on boats and the water. Oh my god. Well, I, I watched an interview with them with um John B and Sarah, who play characters in OBX, and they're quarantined together. And in the thing, the interviewer was like, Have you been to the Outer Banks? La di da. And she was like, I'm like, I haven't, but my dad's favorite place is Cape Hatteras down at the Outer Banks. And I was like, oh, that's my backyard. <laughs> that is my backyard. Your dad's favorite place is my backyard. It's like 5,000 people removed, but the person who plays oh my OBX's dad loves my backyard. <laughs> and it was just so funny. I was freaking out. And Chase or John B was like explaining how much he loves the Outer Banks. But when I searched this, and I don't know if it's right, but it really burst my bubble. I read that it wasn't actually filmed in the Outer Banks. I was about to ask. Because it's, I, it's filmed in South Carolina. What it says on Google is for LGBTQ reasons. So I don't know if something happens later on in the show, if it had to do with cast members. But it was yeah, filmed what? in South Carolina. And the reason I came up about it in the first place was because I'd never heard of a restaurant called The Rack. And my family was like, we would have known about a restaurant called The Rack. So maybe you should check where in the Outer Banks it is. And I searched it and I read South Carolina and I was like, BRB, I'm going to go cry. So interesting. I've done research on this too. Oh my God. Um, okay. So basically they did film in Charleston, South Carolina. I think it's Charleston. But they yep. did they did film in South Carolina because the Outer Banks, like, I don't know how it works, but, like, the people, I guess, who would have allowed them to film there didn't stand or they, like, didn't support, like, LGBTQ+. But Netflix, since it's a Netflix original, though, like, Netflix believes in, like, 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 being yourself and, like, like all, like yeah activism and kind of yeah. so they yeah. they didn't want to film somewhere that didn't believe or like have those beliefs in that like, interesting yeah right okay so that but that kind of really made me sad because I know a lot of people go to the Outer Banks and especially for me I felt like a personal connection to it just off the bat super excited about it and then yeah. I kind of read that and I was like obviously of course I still love the show but kind of a mood killer yeah yeah my cousin and I are trying to plan a little like road trip so we can like stop in so she lives in Florida so we were thinking like meeting there driving up to South Carolina exploring where they filmed and then 
gosh. Driving to Outer Banks and like exploring there. And then we would like finish our road trip at like the beach we stay at in the summer. So I think, I don't know, you guys could come along. <laughs> have you we ever been explore. to the Outer Banks lens? I have not, but I want to go so badly. But how does, like, so how exactly, I don't know what I'm trying to ask here, but is it, like, how big is the Outer Banks? Like, so, I'm not geographically in tuned with um, the Outer Banks, but the Outer Banks is like saying you live in Baltimore and then being like, I live in Charles Village, they live in Towson. They live in Ruxton. So, like, the Outer Banks is the bigger region of everything. And then you get into, like, Cape Hatteras, Nags Head, Kills Devil. And so those are the places, like, me saying I live in Charles Village or something. And so I live in Nags Head. And the Outer Banks is, like, pretty much a peninsula. And it's really – it's in between, like, water. So pretty much is, like, an island. There's just, like, small bridges that connect you to inland. And it's relatively big. I want to say it's a good two-hour-long stretch, maybe three, but it doesn't get longer than that, and then you have to go back inland. So, I mean, it's pretty popular where you go, like, more of the fancy places, and then the more beach town areas are less populated and also way more island direction, like Cape Hatteras and Nags Head is at the end of the um, peninsula. So I, so like we drive farther to get down to where we want, but it's also like more nature, more water, more seclusion. Would you say there's like, like a system, not like a kooks and pogues system, but like, <laughs> I say like a difference in like people in the Outer Banks. Like, would you say the show like represents that at all? I would, yes and no. I think, obviously, because it's a TV show, the whole, like, police and kind of more spiciness of it is just coming from the plot. But I think the scenery and also the community type of feel is definitely the case because the outer, something I really like about the Outer Banks that's different than going, for example, um, to, like, Ocean City or something is that it's not as populated And in some ways, of course, it's, like, nice to see all your friends and be in a crowded area where there's constantly something going on. But what I think they did a good job of showing in the Outer Banks is in the show, how relaxed it is there and, like, the community feel and just, like, in tuned in nature you are. And I know, at least in Nags Head, where I am um, in the Banks, definitely shows that. So I think they did a really good job with that. And I definitely think when you're with friends there – a lot about that's the same. Like you're going on boats, you're surfing all day, um, you're spending time in nature, like bonfires, hammocks, all of that. But obviously, I don't experience any of the crime or anything. So I think I think so. I think it's also hard because I can't just go down by myself. I'm not in a foster home, and I can't drive yet. So, <laughs> but yeah. So pretty much. That looks like that's going to wrap up our episode. How was it, Lyndall? Did it feel weird? It was... Okay, here are my thoughts. So, it was like when we would be talking and then you would say, like, listen, like, people listening. And I was like, oh, my God, I literally forgot, like, I'm filming, like, this podcast. Mm -hmm. It just feels like a regular conversation, you know? 
No, and then, that's yeah. Great. No, but it's so fun though. Like I can see how this like you guys do this every week. Like it's so fun to just be able to like yeah. talk to everyone. Like, Sometimes I get like worried, not worried, but like I'm like, oh, I have to do this and like I have to make sure that we get it done by Wednesday. But it's like it when I think about it more, it's like something I look forward to like every week. I'm like, oh, like I'm so excited for Wednesday to just like sit down for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour and just like talk about my life. Like it's so relaxing for me. It also definitely makes you realize how many times like there it is, like how many times I would say like or um. (laughs) it made me want to like oh my god I keep saying it now it made me want to fix the way I talk and be more careful about using the words like or um all the time I actually didn't think about that but that's so true like you have to think about your intention like everything you say should have like a purpose if that makes sense now I'm saying like all the time but right (laughs) yeah Well, thank you so much for joining us, Linz. It was so much fun to have you be the first guest and kind of give us your views on Netflix and everything. Um, But yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. We we enjoyed having you. I hope you enjoyed being here. Loved being here. Thank you guys so much for having me. (laughs) Of course. As always, thank you all for listening to The Whip because we are too ugly for YouTube. So I'll see you next week on The Whip on Wednesdays. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.